To another episode of Suds in Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. And I'm Josh. This is episode number 72, and today we are reviewing F9, The Fast Saga, full title on IMDb. Is that how it is? Yep. F9, colon, The Fast Saga. It's gross. Makes Ooh, me want to colon. puke. Uh, and we are also reviewing In the Heights for Jacob. <laughs> In the Heights. <laughs> Washington no, Thong Heights. Washington Heights. <laughs> Say it so it doesn't go away. Washington. <laughs> Nuevo York. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a bigger release when came out though when we were on vacation and uh, had to catch up with this one. I mean, it's Lin-Manuel Miranda. Big names too. I mean, cra- uh, the director did Crazy Rich Asians. There you go. And he's doing Wicked. So, I mean, yeah, we were just getting bombarded with emails and comments <laughs> like, you guys have to review in the Heights. So, here we're delivering. We're on delivering that. on the on the, our promise. As well as bombardments of emails and comments. Suds and Cinema, where is the Guillermo del Toro premium? We have to listen to this thing. We have been waiting and waiting. <laughs> well, I'm here to say <laughs> that it is out finally on sudsandcinema.bandcamp.com for a minimum donation of $1. Are you sure? <laughs> it's not it, free. It is, it is gated now. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be free. No more freeloading off of us, okay? This is premium content. You got to pay for it. No, but it is up for real. So <laughs> go check it out if you're a G Delta fan or not. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You are. One third of them and you're wondering, so. <laughs> like, should we watch any of his movies? One mm-hmm. third of us were, wasn't a G, uh, G Delta fan. And now so. he is. Well, converted and to clarify it's not his whole filmography it's no. uh his, early, his early work four films yeah. so any other news yeah what's up with stuff? this rain how can we go to seattle it rains and we come back and, and you know rains. what the temperature is in there yeah it's, it's like, like 100, 100 and sunny yeah. every day yeah, that's we're why we're getting rain because all it's that heat <laughs> the heat migrated the heat wave is like pushing the front towards us well it sucks all right we got a meteorologist on the show now <laughs> yeah, the the pressure system. Rain in cinema. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Nope. Uh, nothing though. No. Cool. Um. All right. Well, you want to start with uh, F nine. Sure. Freshest, probably bigger of the two. Exclusively in theaters. I mean, this is a movie that has to be experienced in the cinema. On cinemas. the big screen. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, let me... Oh, wait. What are we doing? Beer. What is this show? What is this show called? So, (laughs) Kyle's new to this show. 72 episodes in and still figuring it out. He's just catching his stride. Um, (laughs) I'm fucked up already. That's key. He didn't do his taxes last night. All right, well, we have a beer. Chosen by Josh. Me. You want to start talking about this thing so I can grab it? Apparently, I have to grab the beer every time. You're the beer bitch. That is your job. Your designated role. So, tonight, today... Tonight, God. It's, almost, it's almost night-ish. It's almost evening. Three forty night. <laughs> what? When does evening start? Five. I would say six. I think it's like after work, right? Yeah, so like six. Five. Anyway, Anything after five. we are drinking Maximus Colossal IPA. Oh, dude! I literally fucking I just bought. Oh wait, did I buy this? Yeah, I bought this. Oh, 
You might have bought a regular Maximus. <clears throat> I bought. I was at uh, a um, liquor store and I bought something from Lagunitas. I think it was just Maximus. It's whatever one is not in production anymore. Because I was like, "Ooh, I should get this because it's not in production." It's it's some spin on this. It looks like very similar to this. Well, maybe they did get rid of Maximus. I don't know, but. Maximus was one of my go-to IPAs that got me really into the um, genre, <laughs> the style. The genre. Um, it is a double IPA. So Maximus is a double IPA. Um, this one obviously is a little bit heavier and stronger, hence the name Colossal. Um, for a description, or we got a 9% ABV, 61 IBUs, um, and our um, description reads... Our colossal take on a double IPA full of Simcoe, Cascade, and Centennial hops balanced against tons of rich malted barley, kind of like our IPA on steroids. Flavor so hoppy it threatens to remove the enamel from one's teeth. I didn't yeah, get so Maximus regular is, IPA, yeah. no longer in production. Maximus is a great IPA. Fantastic. So I'm excited for this one. That's uh, Lagunitas, based out of Petaluma, California, and as well as Chicago now, I believe. Um, yeah. Love the California beers. Did you see they have like a description kind of around the outside yeah. the label? There is a tide in the affairs of big IPAs, which posits that a flood of hops leads to a fortune in liquid. In our 25 plus years of brewing big IPAs, we've learned this to be mostly true with one big caveat. Lord. Balance is everything. We believe Maximus to be that. E2. Let us know. And then you can call him if you want to let him know how good it can is. Can you? Funny Let's story. We tried on. to go to Lagunitas in Seattle and they were closed. We did. Yeah, they closed <laughs> they early, <laughs> didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't let us in. Well, they, Seattle, they saw us coming and yeah. That was like everybody. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're like, great. Let's go somewhere else and they're like, shh. <laughs> Great oh notions shit, it's like, oh cinema. shit. Close the doors, close the doors. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, starting this Monday. Never done in the history of Great Notion, but this Monday, we're <laughs> closed. <laughs> this I did want to add, this has nothing to do with any of this. I tried a new style of beer, uh, Kentucky Common. I've had a, I think I've had a Kentucky Common. Yeah, I never even heard of that Is it style. from that brewery? The um, Cadillac Straight. small, yeah. I, oh. I never even heard of that brewery. It's in Madison Heights. Well, yeah. Madison Heights. <laughs> Madison Heights. Say it so. Madison it. Heights. Say it so it doesn't go away or whatever he says. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Very. Corny. California col- commons are great. Also yeah. known as steam beers. Do they make it with corn too? <laughs> no. Corn, does, does that like make it like amber a. Or what? Yeah, it's kind of malty, caramely, yeah, similar. That's what I'm seeing here. Yeah, like, a, I guess, that corn. California common. What is it, rye? Don't whiskey? know how much I would like it. Or is what? it bourbon? Which Kentucky, they bourbon. have more corn, right? Isn't that one of the things that no. makes it? No. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> corn. Bourbon, bourbon only means that it comes from Kentucky. Bourbon oh, County. I thought there was like, what's the difference bourbon between County. like a rye and... That's rye. Something has more corn. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, I mean, you can make it out of corn. But yeah. The mash. We are uh, rebranding. Bourbon and cinema. Uh, I love bourbon. <laughs> I do love bourbon too. I'm gonna crack into this though because yeah. we gotta pass this around. So, 
Bourbon is made from corn. There you go. Whiskey's made from corn. Mm. <laughs> Different. Bourbon literally just means it's in Bourbon County and it has to touch a white oak barrel. Rain makes corn. I think it's the corn makes whiskey. Yeah, Luke Bryan told us <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> but I think Duh. it's like the 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 percentage of corn is more in bourbon. I think it just has it to makes be a certain sense amount. with a Kentucky Common having more corn than sure. regular beer. California Commons are um, steam beers because they use a lager yeast in an ale brewing process. See, grain whiskey can be made from corn. That's what I was just saying. But it doesn't have to be. See your little tagline, Jacob? I think this is for you. Life is uncertain. Don't sip. Don't have to tell Jacob twice. No. I gulp. Don't gulp it down. <laughs> Don't gulp it down. <laughs> Two swigs and on the monkey bars. <laughs> Delicious. I love Lagunitas West Coast doubles. I like it. Good review, Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. Yeah, it's really Mm -hmm. good. It has a interesting aftertaste or finish. It's kind of sweet. A little bit, yeah. It's like hoppy sweet. I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) because my tongue is just full of hops. This is what did you say for IBUs? It has 61. to be pretty high. Sixty-one. Really? It's not that. Not not super. It's not high, that bitter. <laughs> Yum. It's good. It's just like it's it, balanced. It's, they must have twenty-five plus years of experience <laughs> with the world. You know, the craft beer world turning so much into juicy and hazies. It's nice and refreshing. Just, just to have, have a true old style. OG style. Almost like too much though. Like they just. I feel like a lot of them are just making them. To have them, right. and it's not like a true hazy. It doesn't. They don't do the style any justice. Yeah, and it's like, oh, we just have to put no. A and they throw IPA fucking fruit in it and say, oh, this is a raspberry hazy. It's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not There's gonna a lie. There's a lot though, of bad hazies. IPA has fallen out of my favorite style. No smoothie beers are your favorite now. No so- <laughs> sours in general or uh, sours like are are barrel, just interesting. Like, barrel There's aged. so much. There's so there. a lot of interesting things going on in the sour and barrel age. Because those are like more complex. They have like layers, mm. and IPAs are you know, right? Happy. Mm-hmm. I think. Wait, was it from Lagunitas? Yeah, I got the Sonoma. I want to say. Oh, the, it's the Asian sour wine. Yep, Sonoma Rama or something. Something like that. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, have it was right it? next to this. No. Oh, you like it? Cause you like you're I a love wine sour. guy. Yeah, I love <laughs> wine too. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, Lagunitas Maximus Colossal IPA. Certified Very banger. Good. Very good. Well, higher high ABV means higher untapped rating. Yeah, so. it means you got to give it the half. Uh, half. It's the law. So if you if you rate it too low, jail, jail. <laughs> <laughs> no trial, straight to jail. Believe it or not, jail. <laughs> so you're the jail. best patients in the world because jail <laughs> because of jail. All right, very good. You guys ready to get into this review? Yeesh. Yeah. All right. We're talking uh, F9. Two seconds. Oh, sorry. F9, The Fast Saga. Yeah, say it. Right. Okay, F9, The Fast Saga is written and directed by Justin Lin, also written by Daniel Casey, Alfredo Botello, and 
uh, based on characters by Gary Scott Thompson. Okay, it stars Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, Natalie Emmanuel, Charlie Theron, John Cena, and a few other people. Plot synopsis reads, Cypher enlists the help of Jacob, Dom's younger brother, to take revenge on Dom and his team. Half-star bump. This literally, this synopsis just threw me way off of what I even thought happened in the movie. <laughs> Wait. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> we'll get into it, though. Uh, first, let's take a listen to a clip. Where's the bridge? No, 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 Dom. Well, that was new. All right. What did you guys think of F9, the Fast Saga? Not good. <laughs> okay, I'm going to cut you off right there. I have a I have a question, which this will lead partially into my general thoughts. Yeah. Is this movie loggable on Letterboxd? Why? Why wouldn't it be? Because I am against logging TV, and this feels, feels like, like a like fucking a episode. <laughs> yeah, of it does. T- two episodes of TV, part one and part two. Put together. That's what and I, I think felt too. I said this review. I said this in my F eight fate review, which we didn't have the show it then, so it was in my head. <laughs> but the fate of the furious. They feel like TV episodes mm-hmm. because the start of it just kicks off like out of nowhere. There's no build up or lead into this this plot that's happening. It's just oh here's this MacGuffin device. You have to stop it. Stop the bad guys, and then at the end we'll come together and have a barbecue. Which is the exact same thing that happens in Fate. And they feel exactly the same. They all are just, you know, they're meant to, they're made for these set pieces, right? So I feel like the whole, how much you're going to like it, all hinges on these set pieces. And some people are like, oh, yeah, you know, you got to go in and turn off your brain and you'll have a good time or whatever. And, you know, there's all that. But I felt that with other ones. Like, you just go in, turn off your brain, just enjoy it. It's kind of like superhero movies for me on the most part. It's sure. the entertainment spectacle. And I can enjoy it for that. But this pushed it too much. Like, it was just, it wasn't just shut your brain off. It's like, like literally just oozing out of your ears. Well, the last order. thing I'll say on my general thoughts is that, yes, I kind of, I know what you're saying. And this movie, from what I've seen, I've only seen a few of them, but it had some of the weakest like set pieces and moments. I thought Fate had way better action and like over the topness, quote unquote, you know. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel as self aware either. Like that's the problem with these is the tone. Like people are like, oh yeah, they know it's so stupid. They're trying to be stupid. Blah blah. blah. It's like. This movie feels pretty sincere and not yeah. that over the top or like tonally like well, you self-aware. Can't, it can't be self-aware because of all the, the inserted emotional moments in it. Yeah, that exactly. Try and ground <laughs> it the whole time. Yeah, it's pretty cheesy. I mean, oh, extremely cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so corny. Okay. Uh, like bourbon. <laughs> like Kentucky Commons. <laughs> That's Madison Heights. All right, that's all I have for general <laughs> thoughts. Go ahead. 
Jacob yeah. or somebody else. I agree. <laughs> Next. <laughs> no, I was fully expecting to enjoy this movie. And I mean, I didn't think it was going to be amazing. Of us three, you would be the one to enjoy it. Yeah. For I was sure. ready to. <laughs> and I didn't. I was. I kept looking like, okay, it's been like two hours. Oh, I looked at my watch a hundred <laughs> or my phone at least 20 times. Yeah. I was like, it's got to be getting close, right? I'm like, wait, let's see. How long were they? <laughs> like, I almost nodded Kyle. I was like halfway, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah. It was, I was just ready for it to end and it just kept going. And all the twists and stuff were so bad. Yeah. And obvious. So, I, well, I want some just didn't straight up make sense though. Oh, well, yeah. There's a, we'll get to that later. I mean, yeah, I kind of mean like what happens at the end. Like, I guess it's not a twist, but just like the, where the plot goes is like, oh, yeah, obviously, obviously that's that gonna was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the way it happened was so forced. Uh, yeah. And just actually, not even forced, it just didn't, it just <laughs> happened for no reason. Mm. Yeah. So there is a term in, or it's a yeah term used in um, streaming or in gaming in general that um, when someone is saying something inappropriate or something, you want to hit F9. And I wish that I could F9 this whole movie because I didn't want to hear it. It is F9. The whole movie is F9. What do you mean? I, well, I meant like the actual, <laughs> I want to mute this movie. I don't want to hear any more of it. Every time there was an emotional moment, F9, please. Family. Uh, yeah, I definitely didn't like this movie like at all. There was no redeeming qualities for me at all. Like this, The action wasn't that good. John Cena's character was like supposed to be the most badass assassin they ever done. He didn't really do anything that was like awesome. <laughs> he like stole a fucking. It's a whatever. shame they had to make him the villain and give, you know, those awesome, quote unquote, awesome moments to Vin Diesel instead. Yeah. Because John Cena can pull that some of that stuff. Yeah, off. he's a very competent. Yeah. Like, I actually genre. think in terms of acting, he's probably more competent than Vin Diesel <laughs> if we're talking just like. Why do you think Vin Diesel is like most memorable characters group? I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, pitch black. You know how much nuance is in group? It's true. Um <laughs> but yeah, uh I mean I in just in this, about nuance. Yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> the just, way he says group, just a little bit. Just in this um you know, in this whole universe, like they say this is supposed to be their, you know, your your most badass assassin they've met and like the rocks as a villain was like way better than John Cena. And he was like, quote unquote, not really a bad guy sometimes, but was sometimes. And he was still like more badass than John Cena. It just felt like a watered down, like two, uh, almost two and a half hour, two hour, 15 movie that just didn't do anything for me. And, you know, it's, it's a action packed, summer blockbuster and I had a fight falling asleep the whole movie because it was just wasn't entertaining and the injected emotional a- angles and everything was just god awful corny as can be like it just I don't know not all of them can be Tokyo Drift you know I the last one that I saw actually was Fast Five and that one was okay that's Is that the one with that's Ronda the highest high, highest regarded so, of them? Rousey. so no that's six Fast Five had had like The Rock in it, and then you got entered. I think Ludacris is one of his first ones. Was it Fast I thought he Five. was in like all of them. All of them. He wasn't in. I don't remember. Two. He I wasn't in Tokyo Drift or one. I haven't well, seen any of them in, in forever, and I've never seen like 
four, five, six, seven. Vin Diesel made a came came uh, cameo in Tokyo Drift. That was it. Who did? Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Right oh. at the end. That was it. That's why that one's the best one. Yeah. Universe and yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll um, still avoid spoilers from here on out, like until the very end, because there's not too much to spoil. Um, yeah. So in terms of like set pieces, like again, that's what these movies like hinge on, right? And f- in Fate, I remember at least a few of them. I don't remember shit about the plot, but I remember a few of those moments. Same thing with Hobbs and Shaw. I hate that movie, but there's a few memorable action scenes. Like in this, they were there were like rand they were felt random and they just felt like forced they had to put put them in there to keep the pace up like that the the jewel helen mirren when she steals the jewels and there's like just a car chase after that yeah like it was just totally random oh, yeah. like car chase thrown I was there because say, they gotta have an tokyo. action beat here you know in tokyo like who are those guys <laughs> yeah right like just randomly those big fights i'm like wait they came out of, yeah they came out where of were nowhere. They again? Yeah. <laughs> like why were they where did they come from yeah so it's like nothing <laughs> i mean logically nothing makes sense like just with the plot itself and then there's there's the whole physics problem i mean that's some of that stuff I don't care. Yeah, but some of that stuff I don't care about, like the car the swinging bridge. on the bridge. I don't care about that. But the magnet, what this whole entire oh movie like is based around, the magnet just has selective magnetism because when they want these objects to go there, they will. And when other metal objects that you can see like don't go, it's like, okay, is this magnet just like fucking? And it's like cho- picks and chooses what. To yeah, attract? it's powerful enough to like fucking exactly. rip cars through buildings but it but she, can't but, but the top of the car won't implode from the magnet and the girl can hold it down she's like oh i better hold the laptop down even though it can lift a car off the ground my hand on this laptop is going to keep it safe well i mean there's <laughs> levels to it right they could turn it up yeah but every time they do it, like they just, they just, <laughs> just it's always like to five yeah, i forget <laughs> why the car could be pulled through from the other side only that car yeah right only I'm that like, one how did that happen <laughs> Yeah, it's terrible. Like that just like and that's, you know, they built the plot kind of around this scenario. Same thing with the last one, like the zombie cars or whatever they whatever you want to call them. Like, yeah, there's these whole things. These whole set pieces are built around these ideas. So their idea here is we're going to have a magnet. It can uh, attract. It can also retract, repel. Sure. (laughs) Repel, you know, metal objects. And uh, they do a lot with that with um that idea but every time you see it it's like breaking its own logic and some people can forgive that i i'm not going to though. <laughs> like, no, again the rope bridge thing like I, that's just like a moment that i could give two shits about you know or the rock pulling rock a, uh, yeah. a helicopter with a chain don't really care about that that was in hobbs and shaw oh i'm like what i don't remember that part but then there's other moments in this too like when that guy hit the hit the billboard and like didn't move oh yeah like you're traveling at like 60 miles an hour it doesn't even flinch from hey, it. They, obviously that happens in every movie but you can't stand on cars at 70 miles an hour and but, <laughs> but he like literally yeah, smokes a billboard and just like rips right through it vin diesel pulls yeah i love literally that. chains He's out like, of concrete ah, like and he has like 10 people on him <laughs> has he always had like superhuman strength or like i think that's i don't know it's just increased it every time i haven't I seen seven or eight because he's like kicking people like across the room yeah they yeah. all have like superpowers if it's like in fight choreography though again that's something i can forgive because it's yeah. like 
sure, I don't know how strong he is or like what fighting experience he has, but like when you when you're pulling what six inch chains down like out of concrete and you have two of them, the only the only muscle you're using here is like your yeah, shoulder and, and your back a little he, bit. Like when he lift off the ground more likely than yes, him exactly. pulling them out of the wall. Like how heavy is he? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's like a thousand pounds. Like because <sighs> yeah, he pulled him down and it like yeah, he would just crash into the air. Like, well crash the bridge he and be pulling concrete out of the wall. Like that's not and a straight thing. And then Michelle like Rodriguez, thing. he's he is knocked unconscious, right? Michelle Rodriguez pulls him out of the water. He's 250 pounds. She just lifts him out by herself. Yeah, she pulls him Carries out of the him water. Away like, you can't pull that out of water. Yeah, how he's she, dead weight. How does she get him out of the water in the first place? Because everyone else is they're waiting there like they had no idea. Oh, hey. They're all superheroes. I just didn't get that it's whole so scene dumb. at all. There's so because he like they like closed the door to like protect him, but then they're sitting there the whole time watching. Why? Yeah, then she looks through the window. He could have made it though and just locked the door. He's like, look back. Uh, Remember what? Remember me in your heart. (laughs) Locks it like. Why don't you just walk through, close the door, lock him out? He had plenty of time. He had tons of time. (laughs) He had enough time to do all that and then go back like. Yeah, uh, the point is that there's about a hundred more examples of things exactly like that <laughs> that just don't because the tone isn't that over the top, really dumb tone. Those it's things like are those things are unforgiving. Exactly. Right. Yeah, absolutely. The movie wants to be grounded, wants to be emotional, all this bullshit. Those things become unforgiving when you when you don't set the right tone. So rant over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all I have is like complaints, so it's not like. Did you have any? Well, I mean, Jacob showed his hand a little early. There has to be some redeeming things to this movie, yeah, to give it a two. I mean, I thought as stupid as it was, it was kind of funny because of how stupid and over the top it was. So that part, I didn't like fall asleep. Yeah, I kind of looked and went, "How much longer is this?" But overall, I didn't think. I mean, it was still like a spectacle and the. Special effects. I mean, a lot of it was practical. Yeah. With like the the magnetism was like stuff being launched out. And that was cool. I mean, well, it was a very expensive movie. A lot of the car (laughs) scenes, you could see the cars bouncing and. Yeah. Like that was real. Obviously, a lot of explosions of the cars. Yeah. They've always been known for doing more practical stuff with uh, especially the car scenes. They want that stuff to be. Yeah. And I don't think how it was filmed. Around. Some of the things looked pretty good. There was some reds and blues in there. <laughs> Any sweeping vistas though? No. Well, yeah, yeah there, there was. was when it showed every the, establishing shot of the city would be yeah, a, every single one. <laughs> Jacob's like, uh, and okay. then, there's just something about like those kind of scenes and stuff, and seeing that, and it just takes you back to when I think the first one I watched in fourth grade. 2001. I, I watched that at Brett one. Reardon's house. And you know what else I played? No, it was at his grandparents' house. It was Halo, yeah. Halo. That was also the first time so I played So it would have been Halo 2001. Yeah. One. Uh, another, you could call it a nitpick, but I absolutely hated it. What did you guys think about the choice of animating the subtitles? Every time there were oh, subtitles yeah. on the screen, they had to be like different sizes, come up like as they were saying it. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird and it just felt like... And plus, why is it, you know, again, that could have fit something in a movie that was like super over the top, like super hyper stylized Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah. But this movie isn't that like this is not a hyper stylized movie. This is a this movie thinks it's a like really cool action movie. 
and it's just like a corny melodrama with some action because and it feels like a tv episode this feels like a tv series at this point there's nine of these movies ten if you include hobbs and shaw there is a tenth one in works of course there's gonna be like 20 more probably and they make tons of money every time yeah and they have to do all these retcons and stuff just like tv does you know oh we want to bring this character back let's do it's it's like a soap opera Oh, this character wasn't actually dead. He was alive the whole time. That's exactly what happens in soap operas. This movie is an action soap opera, and it's gross. <laughs> and then, like, I guess, yeah, the the very last scene, it's like, there's one open spot. I wonder who it could be. Let's not show who it is. We're like, we show don't the know blue who the car. fuck it is. <laughs> the blue car that he was driving before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that, okay, so, spoiler. That's not really that's I said the blue car he was driving before. Yeah, we yeah, but then you know he t- becomes good. You just no, he didn't. You just gave that away. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm saying spoilers from now. Well, good thing you said spoiler right before that. <laughs> okay, spoilers from 30 seconds ago to now. Uh, the whole thing with Jacob c- going back and being good or whatever was is so obvious. Right. Yeah. Like it's not even a twist or anything like a plot point at this. You're point. You're just wondering when it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> the question is. What the, in the plot synopsis of on IMDb that it says Cypher right. recruits him? It's like no, Cypher doesn't no. recruit him. Cypher they have Cypher captive, and this other guy, what's his name, Otto Otto recruits yeah, him. Otto. So it's like the this they're just putting misleading information online or what? Like I don't know. And then this and then that guy is totally like inconsequential. Also, like right, the, like he is just him and his organization is. As much of a MacGuffin as the actual device. Which, what'd you what guys, did you? I want to know what you guys thought about the whole like. It was so dumb. The five minute convers- Star Wars conversation. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. They, he's only seen one movie in his life, and it's Star Wars. <laughs> like, <laughs> give me some X wing fighters. What is this? The Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Han Solo. I'll take Chewbacca if I have to. Oh, and I'm yeah. Luke he's Skywalker. said it a hundred times. No, no you're, you're Yoda. <laughs> like, what the like, fuck? What is? This? Are this they is paying? Like, did like, Disney line? give him some? Or like, Corona what's going did. on here? Corona extra definitely did because. Every oh, they've been they in. Had. That's been in all oh, okay. the movies. Like it's it's a recurring. Okay. I don't think it's a recurring joke. It's recurring product placement. But yeah, Corona is huge. Um, the well, the window, the surfaces. Obviously, they've been. Yeah, in a lot that's. Of them, but no, and then I want maybe I missed this. Why did Otto betray Jacob? It seems so random. Well, I think he, I think it's Cypher. It's, I think it's supposed to be an off screen conversation that happens between Cypher and him that where she basically convinces him to uh, use her instead of Jacob because she, because at that point, Jacob is lost or Otto has lost a little bit of faith in Jacob. So she's like, I'll do it better or I'll, he was like, he succeeded though. He got both the pieces and got the code. And was ready to do it. And then he betrays him. It's like, wait, you're succeeding right then, though. Literally, they were succeeding. They're like, hey, it's broken on the roof. You got to go up there. Now I'm going to betray the guy who's got everything done for me. Maybe he wants to take him, cut him out of his pay. I don't know. No, money's nothing to him. I don't know. And then then Cypher, who's already lost to them before, she already lost to them. Like, right? F.A. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was what she was the main villain in that one, right? Yes. She already lost to them, and he'd rather work with her than the guy who has won against them. This whole movie. Who's Mister Nobody? He was the he, one who's been hiring them the whole time. Yeah, he's also in Fate, but I didn't really know who he was in Fate, or I don't. He wasn't introduced in Fate, was he? Is he I in the other no, ones? I have. I thought 
I have no idea. Honestly. I don't know. I, I haven't seen that's the why last these are gross because you can't watch any of them alone. You have to watch all of them to know what's going on. It's, yeah, it makes it bri- even more TV. What was the point of bringing Han back? His daughter was like the key, but how was no, she? No, not the his key? daughter. No, it's not his daughter. But how, oh yeah, it's right. her. It's her DNA, and all she has to do is touch it. That's how DNA. But works. how is it? In, <laughs> but yeah, but how? <laughs> she even, just touches it. That and puts didn't make a lot of sense anyway. Because whose DNA? The mom or the dad's? Both. It doesn't matter both <laughs> of them because it's a mix, right? <laughs> I don't know. You're the pharmacist. Well, you get fifty percent for your mom yeah, and fifty percent yeah, off screen. Dad. She actually spit on the fuck her hands and then fucking <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make sense. It pierces your skin. I don't take skin samples. Literally did not yeah, they, explain it. She at just all. literally just touches it and puts it yeah, together. Yeah, it like, just activates. It's working. Yeah, she grabs one, it's like turns green. The other one. And then so many times I'm like, like the one part, so they get the girl, they're like leaving. Why did they not kill them right there? Oh yeah, I know. That's what we were talking about. Or well, I was thinking because they were about to. He's like, no, don't do it. And then as soon as they leave, they try to kill them. <laughs> like, no. When they wait, are you talking about in the compound when they yeah. catch him? Yeah, it's like they have all, all of their enemies are right here, right there. They in don't. The room. They obviously are above the law or don't care about the law. Why don't they just shoot them right there? They could. <laughs> they were about to remember, and then he mm, stops no. them because. They they take the girl. Then one guy tries Han tries to fight. They hit him, and then they go like put the gun. He's like, "No, don't do it." He stops him from shooting Han, and then they leave. Sure. And then that's when the whole fight the scene starts. Yeah, I mean it's PG thirteen. That's why like another terrible thing about this is there's it pulls a lot of punches and reserves a lot like because there can't be any blood. Like the worst, probably the worst scene in the movie. Is Tyrese Gibson in the beginning when that whole army is chasing him oh and they miss fucking every God. shot that was really bad and then he grabs a gun and just mows down twenty of them like, and then he but he did what? get shot but he didn't yeah he's like oh look at my jacket those are why bullet would it have holes. holes in it and but it didn't <laughs> like, but it didn't go but he only him has a bulletproof all. vest on it's like what and like, they didn't hit his head or his arms or yeah his exactly legs or anything. <laughs> It's yeah, that part so was dumb. really bad. And AK's well, apparently I, and then the, he, but he brings it up later. Like I was like, oh, this movie's gonna get super meta. Like, cause someone I had heard a review earlier that said like it does go full like over the top. It goes full stupid in this one. And so I thought when he brings up, oh, maybe I'm like invincible or whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh, this movie's gonna go super meta and like do something crazy. Yeah, I was like, and maybe, did, but then it didn't go there. Maybe they're no. clones this whole time, and they're like superpower cyborgs that like yeah. Or just keep replacing of, them. Yeah, I or actually they thought, are guys. I actually that thought that was going to be the plot twist, though. In this movie, was that the gov- was like that military chasing them were, were using like some kind of blanks or something that like weren't really even hurting oh. them, and they were just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. in on it the whole time. I thought something weird was going to happen, but no, they're wrapped they're just, in a maze. Yeah, they just brush over it like maybe we're invincible. Well, maybe you're a dumbass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, here's the other thing. The comedy in this movie, Isn't every, that funny? it's, it's batting less than a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob would say. It's batting zero. Uh, yeah. Every single attempt at comedy is a complete failure. Like I did not laugh or chuckle once. No. And, and they've, it's always been pretty bad in these movies, but I think I've at least chuckled a couple times in some of the other ones. This Every single attempt was a complete failure. Yeah. Every single attempt. They tried like making a joke and then like comparing it to something that's like tangible. So it was like 
he said something like, I feel like we're so-and-so in Harry Potter world. Mm-hmm. So they, they had to like connect to that. And then every time Tyrese said something, he's, he would be like trying to connect it with something that's familiar to you. And it's like, it just missed every time. Like you don't need to, you don't need to ground your comedy either. Like just say something that's, well, yeah, good comedy writing. Funny. Like it doesn't yeah. need. That's not what it requires. But this movie does not have good writing. No, at, so there's no nuance. <laughs> no nuance at all. That's that's true. Yeah, I I absolutely hated the comedy. It was yeah, bad. horrible. Yeah, it feels like kid movie. And last thing I think I have is the flashbacks. Uh, acting was terrible, and I hated oh, the I filter that they put on to make it look old. Yeah, when they switched to Universal and yeah. they made it look old, you're like, why? Yeah, and then I was like, oh, it's uh, 1989. Yeah. Which was only like, the first one came out in what, 2000 you said? 2001, So yeah. this is 10 years later, we're supposed to believe that that was 10 years ago. Vin Diesel in 2000 look, looked like that before. Yeah, and his his <laughs> younger brother, I don't know how old they were at the time, but he had a hell of a growth spurt because he was tiny. <laughs> yeah, okay, that and was something And then John Cena's too. taller than Dom. Because like the guy, the kid in it, he looked... Like old teen, like older teen, like he would have been already grown. He had to have been old enough to like work on cars and stuff. Like probably at yeah, least sixteen. That's what I'm saying. I'm so like, he why should be was almost he full so height? short? <laughs> yeah, and I recognize this name too, Finn Cole. So he was born in '95. So he's three years younger than us. So he's about 26. So yeah, you're you're done growing. Yeah, why oh, do they 26? have a guy who's like half the size of John Cena? I mean, I get he could be playing a younger. Character. He is supposed to be younger, yeah, but, but still, still, it just like, like he wait. They didn't make it unless he's like eight years <laughs> but old. No, it still didn't make sense because when he Dom got out of jail, prison, he was still short. Yeah, no, I'm saying yeah, <laughs> he was still tiny. And then little little Dom was like a dark skinned Mexican kid. Oh, I know. I was like, what? Wait, is Vin Diesel Hispanic? No, he's not. No, <laughs> he's like, Italian. He right? Played? He's Italian, Toretto or whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like okay. it's a, like his. They all look Mexican. Except Other for than John, John Cena. Cena's character. And then she had to make something out there. I didn't know there was a Nordic. Oh, man. I know. Yeah, they. Oh, it's so gross. And then oh, Vin, my God. Yeah, it's just bad, that bad casting. Um, Vin Diesel, Dom's younger Dom, was horrible actor. Just god awful actor. The, the, the younger yeah. one. The flashback one. Yeah. Horrible. Mm-hmm. No, like, insane. his face was the same the whole time. Like, no. He no nuance. No nuance. No <laughs> nothing in voice inflections. Nothing. He was just. If you, you leave, if they're you just like, hey, is. you have a <laughs> deep voice laugh. like Vin Diesel. You did laugh during this movie. Yeah, that part was hilarious. <laughs> what did he say? When Finn Cole, so he loses the race, right? And then he just like, he's like, no. And he just drives <laughs> and away. And he just keeps distance. driving. I'm sorry. I was busting up. He's like. <laughs> Because he loses a race and then like oh, yeah. Dom slides it to the finish yeah, line. And, he, and just, he just keeps driving. <laughs> <laughs> just driving. Like, you just see him drive oh my God. the like, distance. Also, that, like, wait, if wait. you don't want to leave, then just die. I laughed like, too. The things that made me laugh too is how much he wanted a hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sees him hug. Every he's time like, he's like, <laughs> I just want to. <laughs> shuts it. Like, and then finally he gets a hug at the end and he smiles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like all John Cena wanted was a hug. He even he he became the world's best assassin just because he didn't get. He hugged. just wanted a well because she made that point. She was like, "You just needed a hug. You didn't get hugged enough or something." He's like, eh. "Yeah." And, and his, it, okay, their whole character motivations too. Like he 
He, he does it. He's well. He sets up this whole thing, the whole race thing with his dad, because they were in trouble, and he knew about it, and Dom didn't, because Dom would would never have gone through with it. But then, like, Killing why? His father, why, yeah. why don't let him know? Well, no, he didn't know he was gonna die. Yeah, yeah. But I he know. would never have thrown the race because he's just too pure-hearted. Uh, Honor, but yeah. Anyway, family. Like from there, <laughs> why does he hate him like so much? To go to these lengths like these are like the most extreme lengths you could think of right and it's like it stems from like a little bit of sibling rivalry i don't know it's just not even the motivations are so happened, stupid though he just thought that his brother well yeah his dad. exactly because the guy the uh, apparently in, in prison you work on cars and that's how he met santos and leo they were like in prison together right and he's in la it's what you do so they're like working on the cars and he goes Oh yeah, that's an old trick that they want to throw a race. They uh, <laughs> yeah. put, a, put a hole the, in the, the gas line. The or conveniences in this, like yeah, that is a massive just convenience, right? That's how they get the plot across. There, the two girls, uh, Michelle Rodriguez and Jordana Brewster, are in Tokyo, one of the biggest fucking cities in the world, and they just happen to see yeah the Mexican. <gasps> There's a Mexican flag, flag right there. Place. Yeah, right. Like okay. <laughs> There, nothing led them to that exact no. cafe or that they location. Just They're eating just eating food. it, yeah. They're like, and then, oh my god, the Mexican flag. Yeah, and then Hans, not what even by his apartment. About Tokyo, <laughs> he called it his little Mexico. No, it's like, where do you escape when you're trying to get away in it, Asia yeah. or something? You go to Tokyo. It's like Mexico. He called it his Mexico or something. Yeah, and he's just sitting on an opposite roof randomly with a gun. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's just waiting for the moment. But yeah, but going back He's like, to like they're they're in that building fighting. I hope no one gets shot or stabbed. Going I'll back stay to, back here. Yeah, I'll wait till they go outside. <laughs> that girl the girl that's the key to the world is in there. I'm just gonna stay back. By herself. <laughs> yeah. But so that scene, why were those guys in the room? That's why I said we don't have know. No idea know. who they were or why they were there. They just yeah, she's like she knew who they were because she says their names. The 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 Key. Oh no no! Well, she, Han would have told her that. We're talking about the enemies. Like, who are they? And no, that's what I'm saying. There. She walks in. She goes, says their names, and then all yeah, of a sudden, these people start. I don't know the other girl's name. Start attacking her. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere. Yeah, they're just there. We needed an action scene. Come on. Yeah, it was just there for an action scene, <laughs> so that he could snipe them and be in the blue light. Oh yeah, there's your blue blue light. On the there was some yeah, red neon to Tokyo signs. The Tokyo part looked great. That was Jacob's favorite scene of the movie. It was. <laughs> what was my favorite scene? Space. I'm driving away. No, yeah, it, I feel like. Do, do you think that was added because after Fate came out, they were like, I don't know if this had already been written, but there was that joke of like, oh, they have to go to space next to top it, and then they. Well, I don't think it could have already been written because that was like three years well, ago. Well, that's what I was saying. I was saying, do you think that this was that was written in to this plot of this movie it to, might have to been make that happen? Like a fan. Yeah, because everyone is saying, service. oh, they have to go to space next year. There was some rumor or something about them going to space. And this was a long time ago, mm-hmm. like right after Fate came out. And then I in this that, movie, yeah. they do kind of. So now what do they have to do? Have they gone underwater? I mean, think about... This movie should have been way shorter, and it should have been half half of it set in space. Fuck like yeah. the like the device needs to be like physically at the satellite or something, and they like actually are fighting. And in why space. did he have a regular <laughs> steering wheel to control? That's what exactly. There was no fins or anything. Yeah, there was like little air that's so like you turn left and apparently it's which just air works out. for the, for certain uh, 
movement or whatever. But like, yeah, you don't have Why didn't steering wheel. They it would just have be a like left, right. It would just be like yeah. buttons. I'm like, how does he pull up or down? <laughs> he can only turn left and right. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. And they have, they don't have racket suits. They have scuba suits. Yeah, diving. Yeah, suits. they they can get. Which they have like, infinite money. Apparently, <laughs> they, they can get a fucking rocket. Do engine. all of this crazy stuff, but they can't afford astronaut. They work. Suits. These guys are working at a fucking space well, yeah, the guy station. Says he's a rocket scientist. Yeah, rocket. Ro- yeah, rocket. Whatever. And they're obviously he's. They work at that proving ground, right? They're not just gonna have this car blowing up all the time, and no one <laughs> be like, "Oh yeah, you can't be here." So, like, they watch a rocket ship go off. You don't think they can fucking have access to spacesuits? I'm just saying, couldn't they have just made spacesuits? Look yeah, at all the technology <laughs> and stuff they have and all the resources, literally infinite resources and everything, and they couldn't just get, like... How do they look like minions? <laughs> oh, yeah, great, the French. Great reference. The French do love minions. It's true. Accurate. Mm-hmm. Only accurate thing in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Okay, that's uh, about it for me. Yeah. Ratings out of five stars? I gave it a two. I'm going to give it a one. I'm also going with a one. Killer movie. All right, let's move on to In the Heights. Jacob's Washington Heights. Anticipated Washington movie Thong of the Heist. year. Sorry, I said into the heights. I meant in the heights. Yeah, it's the just, heights. I always do that too. <laughs> Seems like it should be into. <laughs> sure, I don't know. Um, okay, in the heights is uh, written by Giada Alhuides, Lin Manuel Miranda, and it is directed by John M. Chu. It stars Anthony Ramos, Corey Hawkins, Leslie Grace, and Melissa Barrera. Uh, plot synopsis reads, a film version of the Broadway musical in which Usnavi, a sympathetic New York bodega owner, saves every penny every day as he imagines and sings about a better life. Let's take a listen to a clip. Hey. Hey. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, you just, you look amazing. Thanks. My favorite color. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have a date tonight, so. Right, that's right. You have a date. I have a date too. Oh, you do? We, we have a date. We have a date. This is a date. (laughs) (laughs) Let me get you a drink. Fast. <laughs> okay, what did you guys think of In the Heights? Kyle? Jim. <laughs> oh, I liked it. There we go. I did. So I enjoyed it. It definitely, you can tell, because this was before Hamilton, before he wrote Hamilton. Yes. And you could tell. It was earlier on. The music was not nearly even closely as memorable or as well-written as Hamilton. No. There was like one that I liked, and it was the lottery one. Mm, I forgot yeah, what the, the pool scene. 90, whatever, 1,000, 96,000. Oh, yeah, when they, yeah, they did some shit that was dope. Yeah. When he says Obi-Wan Kenobi, that was yeah. the dope part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. That was the best <laughs> song in the movie. 
The rest I literally no. Can't. The other one uh, I liked was um, uh, between after the Nina, blackout between Nina and um, there was a couple other ones, but no. Nina they're the first time they sang together when he goes in my world or in my city or something. Oh, see what? that's what I'm saying. I don't remember them as much. The only one I remember for sure is that lottery one, but also that had one of the worst parts in it from just a technical standpoint. But anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Egregious. Yeah. But which one? I can't. We're in general. <laughs> Impressions here. We'll get there. So. Whoa. Jacob, big step for Jacob. Yeah. I've I've been trying. He's been sp- He's working on it. spewing his load every for 70 episodes. No, last one I was good to. That's why I said 70. 70. Oh, thank you. <laughs> come correct <laughs> i did come to correct you come correct but i i i mean it was really entertaining for me i was i didn't i was entertained the whole time I went through start to finish it wasn't very long two almost two and a half hours was, was it, it really long? yeah, yeah it was fucking me? long as hell Boom. told you that's how well okay yeah sure it went for me i was entertained it was big there hasn't been that many that i know of they can think of big musical movies. Well, no, like if they were recent. big, you would know them. Cats. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Not recent history. That's what I'm saying. So it's like kind of the we renaissance have one coming out this of year, that though. coming out. I mean, yeah. Big one this year. Wicked is also going to be by the same director. No, not bigger, but West Side Story. Yeah, West Steven Side Story, Spielberg. Spielberg. Like now it's like going to, this is like kind of kicking that off. We're going back to where. Uh, you like, could say Cats did that. <laughs> no, you could say no, La you La Land did that. The uh, Les Miserables. Was La La Land a musical before the movie? I have no idea. Well, Les Miserables, though. The movie, though. Yeah, but I mean, it's just a movie. I'm saying musicals that got moved to movies. Like Les Miserables. Yeah. Yeah. But that was big. That was supposed to be big at the time. The greatest show on Earth. Greatest show, yeah. man. I don't know if that was a, that was a musical yeah, before. Yeah, I think so. But those I, are all the worst examples. Like, that's why I don't think. I, Les Miserables was a huge Musicals and musical. plays should not be. Yeah, I'm saying they shouldn't be adapted. To good, if you're talking about good films, I haven't seen Les Mis. To be fair, it's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty good, but yeah. I'm okay with it. <laughs> no, Give especially if it's <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda. They need to do a Hamilton, actual Hamilton. Yeah, a real one. Yeah, adaptation. Though well, it was good. You guys didn't even watch. On you guys didn't watch that. It was no, great. I'll wait till they make the movie. Fantastic. I'll wait. <laughs> but I didn't log it. I took it off because good call. Yeah. LBPD yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, it looked good. I felt like a lot of the camera movement added to the scenes. It was well done, especially like really early on in his little store when they're like moving through. There was kind of cool movements that helped add to the flow of like the dance numbers. Yeah, I, I the, my biggest problem was a lot of the story elements didn't feel great conclusion for me at the end. Some of them. I mean, it's some concluded well. Extremely small story. Yeah. I guess mm, they want scale. The 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 dreams were big, but the overall actual no, they were little dreams. They said big dreams. No, no literally, it's little dream or whatever. Like translated. Oh, El Suenito. Yeah, Suenito. Yeah, little dream. <coughs> <laughs> Everyone has a little dream. So yeah, but there's a lot of little dreams and like only a few conclusions really that felt clean to me. Mm-hmm. But one. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, one. No, they all concluded, but it's uh, just not really. That's the only like satisfying one. 
we'll go back. But I, yeah, no, I, there's one that did not conclude. <laughs> but overall, sure. yeah, I I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I'm I liked Crazy Rich Asians too. I didn't love that one either, but I liked it. I didn't love this. I liked was that it. a musical? No, no, it was just a so. rom com, and I, I don't usually so. like rom coms that much, but I did like. Well, they're done well though. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Uh, this movie was okay. And my biggest gripes are you have a musical and if the music is all average, you have to base it on the music because that's what it is. And the movie is completely centralized around this average music. So unless they do something extraordinary outside of the actual music, then it's not going to do anything for me in terms of overall um, enjoyment. I also thought the acting was extremely, extremely average. I hated the young kid. His lisp, his like songs were horrible. I hated everything he had to do on screen. Um, Anthony Ramos was good. He's always solid in everything he does. I think he's a pretty good actor. Yeah, I thought. Um, the other guy was in uh, Miami, right? Um, One, One night, night Miami. Miami wasn't he in that? Well, also, I was. Are you talking about the guy from Straight Outta Compton? Straight Outta Compton or was that what he's from? Yeah, I don't think it's One Night in Miami. Okay, yeah, that's Straight, Leslie Odom. Yeah. I know that he was in that. Yeah, which is also in Hamilton. Um, but um, Straight Outta Compton, yeah, he was great. And then so, the, and the, also in they casting, the casting was like, oh, we know that these two Mexican women or uh, Latin women are pretty prominent because of um, Orange Is the New Black. So let's just cast them together at the same time. Weren't they? Because they both were uh, in Orange is the New Black. I've one never was. Seen Orange is New Black. Oh, well. One is in one um, in Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn yeah. Nine Nine, yeah. Um, but you're. But I've heard that the other one is in Orange, even though I've, I've never seen it. I know. I know she's one is that. for sure. Yes. I don't know about the other one, but. Yes. Um, yeah, and I just also don't like movies that, and we've talked about before that date themselves, and this movie, some of the terminology they tried making current. And it's going to hurt it in the long run. Like, this isn't something... Wait till we talk about our next movie. Because they said... They were like, oh, that's lit. And I'm like, oh my God, it's just so Yeah, like, but I feel like that can fit for some movies because they want to take place in that time period, right? Yeah, but... So you go back, you're like, oh yeah, I remember. Like, you watch Grease, you don't be like, oh, that's a dated movie. You're like, you Well, watch Grease, Grease also came out in the 70s. That I was know, from the but... 50s. Yeah, but it dated itself right away with the terminology and stuff. Right? Yeah, but this no, it's felt written like forced. it's written f- with that in mind. Yeah, this just felt like it was forced. You, oh, I see what you mean. Like, it yeah, was like trying to yeah, be this was written the moment. Yeah, not this, trying to take a snapshot. Yeah, if they made Grease today and they made it talk like sound like Grease, like from the fifties. Yeah, perfect. That's what the terminology. Like, this just um, felt like the Vassanite. How it's written, Vast they Night have to like write written. it to make it sound like it's from the f- to put you in the fifties. Yeah, that googly googly. That that I mean <laughs> yeah, that yeah, which is kind of gross, but it's all right. <laughs> it, I, but it made it work. It works. Yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. That's fair. And um, I felt that too. Yeah, and I asked like, it works now, but it's not gonna work. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This is a movie you're probably not gonna come back to in. I'll 10 never years. come back yeah. to it. But um, but Hamilton. <laughs> I don't see. I haven't seen Hamilton. It's um, seventeen seventy six. I like good. I like good musicals. I don't know if they need to be adapted. I think I might agree with Kyle on that one. Um, well, think well, about unless, it, I mean, a lot of people big. can't go and experience this. Like, if you don't live near Chicago or New York, you can't see Hamilton, right? So, uh, Stephen, I might go see Wicked in Cincinnati, but that's beside the point. Yeah, 
Anyway. Um, yeah, but see, but that's again Midwest. Does that We're make it a good to, film, though? No, no. Well, we don't no, know. I'm talking about to play it. We'll see when itself. it comes out. Same director. But um, this is his warm up. I do think. I mean, the original West Side Story was really good. I think, as in terms of like a film that was um, from a musical. Spielberg. That's such a weird pick. I'm excited. It's for a it. safe. It's a safe pick, is what it is. I'm gonna watch I'm it. Su- I'm excited for it. Let's get Ansel. No, thanks. <laughs> Ansel Elgort in it. Kyle, when what? you're a jet, you're, you're a jet, jet all the way. <laughs> but yeah, so when you're overall, <laughs> average acting, average music. I thought the acting was more than average some parts. No. Everyone outside of Anthony Ramos was oh, pretty okay. bad. That's pretty Other than the black guy was good, but. The black guy. He has a name. <laughs> Well, what's his name? Corey Hawkins. Okay, Corey Hawkins. I don't know. He's the only black guy in the whole movie. <laughs> Pretty much besides background. <laughs> besides that's actually true. <laughs> he is. I mean, he's the main. I don't know. Corey Hawkins. I don't know. What was his name in the movie? Stan? <laughs> I don't know. Stan. <laughs> I don't know. Benny. <laughs> so I said Benny. Stan, Benny. What was his name? Stan. Jets. <laughs> Benny. Benny and the Jets. Steven Spielberg. West Side Story. He should have been in West Side Story. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. Average (laughs) movie. Okay. um, I liked In the Heights. I agree that it is pretty average and mediocre in terms of like the music and stuff. And my biggest argument is that, yeah, it feels like a play. It feels like a musical. And when I'm watching something, I don't want to be f- like, oh, this was definitely adapted from a stage play. I want to be like, this is a film. It's mm-hmm. not like, like you said, La La Land probably er- or wasn't a stage or musical probably um, is now. before the movie. And so it, f- it, I mean, just the way that was made and everything is so cinematic. It like, it's like the perfect musical for yeah, me. That's like a five star. Damien yeah. Chazelle. So he should be directing these adaptations. <laughs> I mean, it does, it does, um, there are some, some moments in this that feel, you know, cinematic and, and, um, it is directed pretty well, (laughs) but yeah, just the, uh, just the feel of it. I could definitely tell it was adapted from a musical, even, even if I didn't know it was one before that. And what Jacob was talking about is it's, it is a small scale story, but there's a lot of little dreams as you would say. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it tries to juggle too many things. It wants to comment politically uh, oh yeah. on everything going on in the world and it's like maybe you're biting off a little more than you can chew here because they don't wrap up things nicely There's not enough time yeah it's like you need I'm to focus the on actual musical must be a lot longer so like or just have those things cut in the musical because be, it is no it, they're it feels more relevant well that's what i'm saying is there yeah. there's probably things added to make it more relevant make it comment on more things that were just unnecessary Currently like happening yeah why can't it just be about this the barrio and like this love story like that's simple enough like you can say something powerful with just those two elements alone we don't need to see like you know every aspect of um poor latino life in new york or in america for that matter and i'm not saying that those stories shouldn't be put on screen they should be but they should also be done justice and this isn't doing that so that's like, like you, one of my problems. There's some parts you could cut out and made it bigger, like the whole part with Lynn Manuel, the whole oh 
yeah, song. unnecessary songs Palakwa. like the I could give that a shit. That song was horrible. Yeah, I could give a bad. shit about him. In it just feels narcissistic for him to be like I, in his own movie. So bad. I I hated him in his so much. And too. his character is unnecessary. That's it's the worst thing. Is like that's un- what I'm saying. Unnecessary. That was like so a five ten minute. I don't know how long was that scene. And he's had he had multiple Probably ten scenes. Minutes. Yeah, it was like yeah, but the rest weren't that annoying. His character though was trivial. Like he wasn't yeah. need to be. Yeah, in but there. I get like a short cameo. Yeah, I mean, yeah Peter cameo. Jackson that would be fine. Is in his but movies. he gives himself a, yeah, like but he a, gave a, a whole song. song that was completely pointless. The yes. first, <laughs> the first time they see him, Anthony Ramos waves to him, said hi, like hey buddy, uh, you know, like yeah, that's they, fine. They just kept walking, that, fine, yeah. perfect, loved it. But the when they made a whole song with him and getting on the bus and that whole thing, I'm like, what is this? Even yes. trying, this is so pointless. Yeah, that felt pretentious. Yeah, <laughs> and I love him. He's even back. He's in another. He comes back too again. Yeah, but again, it was just like he was yeah, a part of the song. Exactly. Yeah, which is whatever. That would have been fine too. Just that whole scene was completely pointless. Yeah, I mean that goes beyond like yeah, I I, I agree. Uh, I mean that's pretty much it for my general thoughts. I guess like feels like a play, bites off a little bit more than it can chew, but it does some. It does a lot of good things technically well, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, okay, so. More detailed thoughts. We'll try to stay spoiler free. I don't know what in this movie is. I mean, super it spoilery. Really matter. <laughs> um, I guess the ending. I do want to touch on one thing that I thought was like ruined. Um, but I'll save that so we can get to other things first. Uh, let's just go back to the pool scene real quick because we had mentioned it. We already brought it up. Uh, terrible green screen going on in that My like God. why like, wait was that just because of, like it was made during pandemic or was it I, made no, no, no 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 why was, was set that to be released in pandemic it was actually filmed in 18 so why was the rest real wow. time and that like just sections with so him in it not which part are i'm trying to remember which ones there are the scenes where it's like the characters in the foreground and the background is just, just like a, a it's like buildings but yeah. yeah it's like it's so obviously green screen it looks disgusting another bad it's scene so bad speaking of that was so they did like the the um like a dream sequence or daydream sequence where like the the cloth was like falling off the buildings oh yeah it would have been way cooler if they would have done actual cloth off the buildings like and that wouldn't have been that hard to do yeah because the the cg looked so bad going to that but they had they were filming on the street no the buildings were real well yeah that's what i yeah so sure. like, and it would have been a, it would have probably taken them an hour to film that scene. Budget. And I don't know. The Yeah. 55 million. That's not a small budget. Yeah. But the pool Everything scene what can't be know. budget. That had to have been like, I feel like the green screen would have been more. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's just weird. That I, was such a weird jarring cut. That was the worst part. Yeah. That was the word. The rest I could be okay with, but that was jarringly bad. Yeah. Um, outside of that, there's some good shots and cinematography going on. Um, just like kinetic movements. Like you said, it's it's a musical. So uh, keeping it like following characters and doing interesting shots and transitions into like, you know, like uh, settings would change like as they're going through them yeah. and things like that. It's That's what you want to see that you can't see. You literally can't get that. In the, in a stage or play version, yeah. that's what you want to see from a film version. So yeah, a lot some of, of that long cuts. Yeah, I thought the camera the, overall the was first well scene done. in the bodega was really other than yeah, the pool said, part. 
which most of the pool part was fine, but that was some those weird cuts. Oh, you were talking about favorite songs too. The the only song that stuck out in my mind was after the. It's right when the salon owner is about to move, and everybody's like, "Oh, the, where the from the black yeah. little and then they circle they, area, yeah, in the back alley or, or yeah, that's, whatever. It's that at. was good music, Carnival. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that song. Yeah, that yeah. was like the only song that stuck out to me. Yeah, that was the lottery, but. I do. I mean, I do remember that scene. I so liked this, that scene. This also has that, like, you definitely have to be a fan of traditional musicals and movies that are going to mix the two. Like, a lot of dialogue that just normally would be spoken is sung, and you have to yeah. be on board with that. And I feel like some people would <laughs> just hate that, but like, I'm e- fine with it. Like, I, it is. A, you know, I mean, it's just constant singing almost. You know, I yeah. don't know if I am actually a fan of Flynn Manuel's writing. You haven't seen Hamilton. I don't like the rap injection of everything. It and just feels corny. <laughs> yeah, there's no. Hip-hop. There's hip hop in Hamilton. Yeah, influence. but the way, yeah, tons. But <laughs> like the complexity of it, he takes so much influence from so many different styles of rap. Like I watched, I read this whole article of like, well, yeah, you can what get would that. inspired each one. Any rap can sound cheesy. <laughs> like if you no, think I'm not that saying way, that. Yeah, it's doing a rap about history. Of course, that's going to be seem cheesy, but. It's the way no, that the I'm words not saying flow. it like technically, but I just think I don't know. It's just kind of like I don't know, corny, which is there's fine. definitely corny parts. And sure. like once once I settled in, it wasn't as bad. This was before Hamilton, though. Like yeah, this, like, like I said, this was not this nearly was written as well. Like this is nowhere in the ballpark of Hamilton. Well, yeah, and that's I mean, there's there's a reason there's yeah. thousands of articles. There's a reason you've never heard everything. of In the Heights, but everyone's heard of Hamilton. Stephen hadn't heard of it. And yeah, he didn't know that it was before. But he's also saying. was very into theater. But I'm saying like even if probably. you've never heard of musicals, you've heard of Hamilton. Right. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, it's definitely a bigger like scale. Like Wicked, Hamilton. Like there's just some that you know of even if West you know Story. nothing about it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So this was also originally set to be adapted in 2008, and it got paused until 2016, which is kind of weird. Yeah. It's an old musical. Well, in terms of... Yeah. It was 2005 when it first... So that definitely solidifies the fact that some of these storylines are added. Like Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we had... You know, we we probably... I can't... We were too young to remember back then, but like immigration problems and things like that that really became a more for like a political issue in the forefront more in uh what would have been post 9-11 years yeah so now the play was before that but yeah they have to add they have to inject those scenes like that which is fine again i want to see those stories i want to hear those stories but i want those stories to have their moment get their justice like this should have been strictly about them and also, the portrayal of, like, do you think that the portrayal of their life was, like, accurate or would be accurate? Like, no. So I mean, everybody seems so fucking happy and shit all the time. It's like, one of my, no, that's not what it's like. Like, I get that this is a musical. It needs to have, like, an upbeat feel and tone and stuff. But it's portraying a, like, basically a slum, right? And it's, like... I don't know. It just makes it seem like, oh, it's not that bad. No. Yeah. I. Uh, well, it's supposed to look bad, but the, because there's such a strong connection that it feels. But it doesn't look bad. They look. Yeah, I know. Does it look bad at all? Like everybody seems <laughs> so pretty they had fucking a blackout happy. for a day. 
No, it was for like weeks. Yeah. It like actually happened, I think. I don't know. That's what, what I was wondering. I was like, would that actually happen? Would any part of New York actually go that long without power? It was, I don't, would was it, it that possible? long? Yeah, it was like I know weeks. I said 30 days after the blackout, but I thought that that was like after the one night of the blackout. It was multiple days. I don't know about multiple weeks, but it I was remember multiple them days say, But it sure didn't feel like that because like it was the night scene with all the fireworks <laughs> and stuff. And then like the next scene was like the car when, when the little kid was saying... Why are they going to turn the power back on this part of the town? And then they, after they sing the carnival song. I took it as it's been a while. Well, it says 30 days after the blackout. Yeah. But I just felt like like that was. That's like towards the end. Right, right, right. I don't know. I don't know the fucking time frame. But um, one of my biggest gripes in this is the over injection of Spanish and like. I love it. No, just felt too, too cliche. In terms of like, like we we're Mexican. We grew up in around Mexicans. They don't Mexicans Puerto Rican. They don't talk like that. You don't you don't have someone going Washington Heights like they would say wash like it would be like either it's the whole accent's always there, or it's not there. Like our our grandma has a pretty strong accent, but it doesn't fluctuate. It's like and one of the best characters was the. Um, the salon owner because mm-hmm. she had the strong accent so when she said things it felt natural but when anthony ramos did it it just felt like they were trying to inject like oh he's he's hispanic let's make sure that everyone knows that he's hispanic the whole movie and it just kind of felt i don't know i know that that's kind of falls into like when you go and you're watching a play or you're watching a musical everything's a little bit more extreme because they want you to sh- they want to really portray what what this is about and they have to do it via you know dialogue and songs and stuff but like a lot of it was fine but sometimes it just felt like they were trying to like when they go yeah this is everyone like he'd have no accent everyone's abuelito abuelita and there was like why would why do they have to add that weird like they have to make sure that you know that they're they're hispanic when they're saying it and it just felt like very i don't know disingenuous yeah like they were injecting it and to make sure that everyone knew and obviously they weren't all it was mexican dominican cuban yeah that's what puerto rican carnival and i didn't get that until the carnival scene i knew that he was dominican and i think well he's from puerto rico and then they mentioned that he was dominican right no oh yeah dominican sorry Yeah. yeah uh the other girl's puerto rican yeah yeah um Vanessa. I don't know her name. No, no wait, that's the main one. Nina. Nina. Nina's Puerto Rican. Yeah, there you go. And but you you got those two, but then like I didn't know. I thought some of them were Mexican, and the ones that They're were Mexican weren't the Mexicans <laughs> that I thought, because they showed like all the flags and the Mexican that they showed were not <laughs> the ones I thought, I thought were Mexican the whole time. I don't think Which it's as fine. egregious as you say yeah, or yeah. i mean you could I, feel you could definitely feel like i it's thought egregious. he kind of kept it the whole time but i think it's i definitely feel like there is that um feeling of like oh i have to make this uh as latino as possible without like throwing authenticity out the window like this is i i just want to have these beats in there like and like you said 
certain accents, things like that. It feels very written when it should feel natural. Exactly. Like if they were living their natural life, you would be able to witness their uh, cultural backgrounds. Kind of like Coco. Whereas this is like super written. Where but it's Coco's like, a cartoon. Yeah, but Coco feels... No, I'm saying Coco oh, feels natural. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. And there is there is some parts in Coco that does the same thing, I think. Oh. But, it's, but it's a cartoon, so it's just like you're already in that mindset. Whereas this, like when you're seeing on screen, you're seeing this person... For kids too, that like wouldn't yeah. be able to distinguish if they even if it was right in front of them, they wouldn't know. Yeah, and it's it, but Coco, yeah, and like I said, the hair, the hairdresser, the 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 head hairstylist lady, she felt the most authentic of all of them because she had the accent the whole time. Like she could clearly was not from America, where the rest of them, for the most part, were. Other than the, about the abuela, yeah, I was gonna say other than her. But her song was god awful. Also, another somewhat unnecessary song. Like I get, again, something that they're trying to just bite off more than they than they can chew. Yeah, they her have whole to. Story, they yeah. want to tell the story of what a first generation Latina uh, Latina goes through. But coming Nina's to America. was Nina's parents were. Yeah, but I'm saying like in song, like her specifically in song or whatever. Anyway, I did just like how like they switched they to Cuban. To she was that. Cuban. Yeah, she said Havana, and I liked when they in the bus where they switched to the. They, the clothes switched and they made them look yep. like they were in Havana. Yeah. That was pretty cool, but the rest of it sucked. But yeah, the song, it was too long for it yeah, was too a, long. a movie. And that's she wasn't that good at singing. Too long. Hmm? And she, her voice wasn't that good. I thought that was fine. It hmm. didn't bother me. Uh, I guess we're staying on the hate train. Um, another part I hated was that. Usnavi is like infatuated with this girl in love with this girl. He finally gets a date with her and then just like blows her off. Like it made no sense. Like the whole with dance his character. club scene. Yeah. Like what's like, the let hell? Me get a drink. No, it was when he was like, it's the like guy walks up. Can I dance? And she says no. And he goes, no, do it. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, why don't you just go do it? <laughs> yeah. Especially since he could dance. They I keep, thought maybe he just couldn't. They dance. keep referencing that. Like this is a date. Or whatever, and then and then later, like they retcon it by saying like, "Oh, I didn't know we were on a date." Yeah, because he like, goes, there's a line specifically in the movie to be like, "Oh, I didn't know it was a date." It's like, what the fuck? But even <laughs> that was scene so was kind of we're I, we're out on a date. You're you're on a date. We're we're on a date. Yeah, exactly. Like they 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 say it multiple times, and then later in the movie, it's like, "Oh, I didn't know we were on a date." It's like it made no sense. It was so stupid. yes, when yeah. she's like, "I thought he was a friend." Yeah, right. Like they thought. I they were just going took out it as yeah, he was, was like was nervous like, that because she was gonna be so good and he's not that good at dancing. But then he started dancing. I'm like, oh, he's actually really good at dancing. So it doesn't. <laughs> and then that girl was like getting it, and he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, she's just like, <laughs> yeah, she's like yeah. grumpy. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, that it, like that scene like something like that could have happened that separated them or caused friction between them. But like just the way that it played out was so forced. dumb. Like, yeah, like forced. I like, wanted that scene to be to bigger too. I wanted the yeah, whole uh, fucking like, dance floor dancing the exact same. I mean, they yeah. did. I thought, no, there was just the four guys and Vanessa basically getting gang bang the whole time. <laughs> I mean, a Spanish nightclub scene could have been cooler than it was for sure. Yeah. Like get some like crazy lights going, like, you know, like, you know, light stroke or not stroke, but like flashing lights. It was like a thing like he had some kind of drinking problem because he's like, let me get drinks. Let me get drinks. Let me get drinks. That was his, that like, was, no, it's just that was his reaction to drink. being nervous. Yeah, I know. I got but, that later, but then I thought it was going to be a thing because of that. Because she got like disappointed. <clears throat> I don't know. But yeah. Again, biting off more than they could chew. Yeah. Uh, taking on uh, alcoholism as a. <laughs> yeah. That scene could have been like 
why why they chose to make the pool scene so big and then that scene be so small i feel like it was completely backward like you're in a spanish or a hispanic nightclub that i mean obviously everyone goes there to dance right so why not have just the whole the whole place just fucking going crazy and like because he he they made it seem like he hadn't been there so like him from the outside sitting at the bar watching everyone kind of dance and then he goes in would have been like a, a really cool scene but i think they, they just like missed miss an opportunity with that mm-hmm. again i don't know if that's in the musical and it wasn't that big of a scene but i just feel like Probably. it should have been bigger yeah yeah for sure um one more storyline that didn't feel super i don't know satisfying to me was nina right she's the one who went to college yeah, yeah. stanford yeah, that was I get yes. that was another thing they were trying to, you know, say like she doesn't fit in in Stanford cuz she's But then Stanford. she ends up doing but something like, for the Stanford. But like the thing that I didn't I make know. sense like she I don't know, she's just her being mad at her dad for like doing stuff literally trying. selling his business to give her fucking money to go to college. Yeah, I get what it was trying to say though. It's like she doesn't want to go there, that. right? But she wants But what does she want to do then? But, what's, but what was the conclusion to the whole thing? She ended up taking money to like bring up like introduce younger like that's right Hispanics or something. But didn't she only have like a year left? No, no. that was her first year. Oh, okay. She was okay. only a sophomore. She's only like nineteen or one 20 thing is weird too. Stanford's Ivy League, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usually, if you make it into Ivy League, it's not expensive because it's like Harvard. Well, she like they it has a six percent exception like acceptance rate but once you're in they have so many well they made a comment stuff. on that during the political scene where they were like you won't us hispanics aren't getting the same grants and everything as everyone else maybe. the lady was yelling on the microphone oh that maybe. whole scene was stupid as hell too but hmm. another injected scene that would try to speak on a political platform and just kind of fell that because that was when the kid leaves and he sits on the bench he's <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah yeah at the protest and then he leaves mm-hmm. yeah yeah yep that was like a huge moment <laughs> yeah what <laughs> happened to that kid in the end too he tried filing for a green card or something that's right yeah there were so many storylines <laughs> yeah. yeah too many <laughs> um okay we'll try to say some positive things and we did say some positive you guys i liked uh, how it looked i i mean well, i didn't scenes, hate any of the music scenes particularly but oh. one scene that like I really remember visually was uh, Nina and Benny scene. I was going to say, the, I thought it was really good. Yeah. On the uh, fire escape or whatever. Cause it looked like real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did it. However, they, I don't know how the hell they did technique it. Technique they did looked seamless. And oh, real. the inception. Uh, sure. Yeah. But like <laughs> they were walking on glass and like, it looked yeah, like they were walking in the windows and it was crazy. Yeah, I don't that know. That really scene cool. was really, but that, that, that song, a part of that song comes from the song that I'm talking about that I liked. Oh, yeah. He said yep. like the same kind of line, but a little different. Yeah. I mean, on a whole, I liked how it looked other than that pool part. Their, com- their yeah, relationship no, wasn't very convincing either. Who? Nina what? and Benny's relationship, I don't think felt very like convincing. Oh, well, neither I mean, did Usnavi and Vanessa. So. That felt like that was worse, though. He, Yeah, definitely. I feel like because Benny and Nina dated before. So yeah. like, I feel like I felt like I felt like that was I felt it pretty, somewhat natural. Yeah. Like they didn't have to build a connection because they already dated. So yeah, it's so like it they just jumped like, back into yeah. it. Yeah. I have to be, I have to go, babe. I have to go to dispatch. <laughs> yeah. 
I was okay um, with that part. Okay, so spoilers. The only thing that I wanted to bring up was the and the reveal of the girl being Usnavi's daughter. Like they like shot their load way too soon on that because she calls him dad and there's like twenty minutes left or whatever. She's like, "What happens next, daddy?" It's like, okay, you didn't need to say that then. Like that should have been a moment like that wasn't later. That, that was late. No, but there's more. You don't even know what happens with him and Vanessa yet before that. So it's like, oh, obviously he ends up with really? Vanessa and they have a kid. Yeah, it happens before you even oh, find out the conclusion I've to their the story. Fun. Yeah, and I, it's the, so dumb. It's like, yeah, okay, well now we know they're going to get together and they're going to have a kid. You already know they're going to well, get together. You that assume that anyway, but I'm saying like now you really know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and I you know they have that. a kid. <laughs> yeah, it was dumb. I remember him saying, like, I don't know, ask your mom. Did you feel, like, okay with that that's, ending? That's like, after. Trust me, this is I way early. But did remember. you feel okay with that ending that he never ended up going back? Uh, I'm I, fine with that. Because their relationship never felt that strong to me, so it felt weird that he would give up his dream of going to back to the homeland to stay there just for her, basically. I think that yeah, was, Yeah, like it should have been point. more for, like, the whole to stay within the community. Kind of like Nina wanted, like, her... Connection Let to me listen community. to my block. Oh yeah, <laughs> like three times. But, yeah. No, it, yeah, like his reasoning shouldn't have been specifically for her. It should have been like to stay within that's that community. What it was, right? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it yeah. should have been like, no, I need to stay in this community that is so strong that like I have all of these people to rely on and help and whatever. If I move back, then you know I have nothing or whatever. No, family. Yeah, family is everything. Family. Wait, what see these say? movies. Connected. One of the strongest things, but. One of the most dangerous things. If <laughs> what does he say? That was uh, F nine. <laughs> Helen Mirren said that. Yeah. She oh yeah. One of the most though. dangerous <laughs> things if you fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, I'm done on in lights. Anything uh, else? Um. Why was Cardi B in F9 for that second? Oh I forgot about that. Josh, <laughs> as soon as she goes, Josh, like, oh. How oh did they God. end up, oh how God. did they plan that out? Anyway. It, it is, is so, like, just throw away, like, and She's going to be in F10, F11, F12 now because yeah. they threw Bow Wow in one and now he's in every one of them. And he I looks didn't even horrible, get what that team was. Like, what was the... I, I it was know. Interpol. I don't know so how... So you wait, should who? know this because this was your favorite... Um, Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift is when Lucas... Whatever his last name is, that was actually Bow the the other the th- of the three. What the three people that, that was Bow Wow? Yeah, really? Yeah, he Twinkie. looks terrible, doesn't he? No, Ding I don't Dong. even know what he looks like. Twinkie, Ding no, t- Twinkie is Bow Wow. Twinkie's Bow Wow. Ding he Dong calls is Ding the Dong and guy. Snowball. Ding Dong is Snowball's Chinese a white guy. Snowball's a white guy. Ding oh, Dong, Twinkie is Snowball. I thought because he's like, well, I don't. Which go actually, by that anymore. going he's back like, to that, went by that ever? Yeah, Twinkie. Going back to that, this whole the. Sorry, we go back we on totally F9. Back on F9. You start that whole cow. movie is like, I feel like it's pretty conservative, like right leaning. Don't you feel like that? That series is like, it's F9. Like kind of gross. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that was the whole thing with John Cena apologizing to like the Chinese government or whatever, too. Oh, yeah. For what? Gross. And he did it in Chinese. Yeah. Layla, it was gross. Yeah. Shad Moss, a.k.a. Bow Wow. Yeah, he got fat. He looked terrible. His face looks distorted. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who? Is, I'm like, is that Bow Wow? That looks like he I ate, recognize him. Asleep. Looks like he ate Bow Wow. <laughs> it's Bow Chow now. Bow Chow. Chow Wow. Chow Wow. 
I'm um, like, wow, yeah. he used to be like the thing girls looked like, liked up to. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> now he's just short and fat. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, back 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 to in the heights, in the yeah. heights. Anything else to say on the nights? Worth a watch. I'm excited for what he does next. I feel like worth the watch if you like, have HBO Max. Yes. Yeah. I actually saw this in theaters, which I'm kind of glad I did because I was forced to like pay attention, pay attention all the time. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, uh, this this director though, like I don't think he's been bad yet. I haven't seen Crazy Rich Asians. So I liked it. I cannot. I liked it. Speak on it. It was pretty good. I don't like rom coms, and I don't. I'm sure, how have you not seen it, Mister Rom Com Guy over here? Yeah, hey, you fucking love rom coms. You need to watch it. It's good. <laughs> I, I actually thought that was that was definitely better than this movie. I've heard mixed things on it. Okay. Well, I mean, it's a rom com. You know, it has a ceiling. It can mm, yeah, I mean, I've heard like it's more like overrated. Like, why do people love it so much? The people that do love it. Yeah, I wouldn't say I love it, but I definitely yeah, I did like it. It did get a lot of. Praise. Yeah. What is the letterbox on that? Probably pretty know. high. That's not Metascore isn't the greatest. I think it's like seventy. Yeah. It's pretty. But high. this one's eighty-four, three and a half. Yeah, that's definitely too high. Okay. Three, well, speaking of scores, what do you say? Out of five stars, well, I gave it a three. I'm gonna give it a two point five. Jacob, what the hell? I thought I this gave was it a three and a half. four for sure. Nope. I thought you gave yeah, it a three and a half. Did, no, no, no. He didn't. He didn't reveal it. Oh, yeah. I can show you my own. Yeah. I was thinking three and a half, honestly. Okay. Well, I also gave it a three. So. Okay, let's get into what else we've been watching. Nothing. Move on. Josh, you want to start with um, Night in Paradise? Sure. So I know you watched this last week, but I said to wait so I could watch it, talk about it together. So you want to start? What do you think? I liked it. Um, it's the, the plot, everything is very... Um, choreographed like there's nothing there's this isn't like gonna isn't um full of depth really um but i just loved the action i think the action was really good um it was shot i think really well there were some really cool scenes i showed jacob a scene or two that i knew he would love a couple silhouettes uh in the and uh, some sweeping vistas Mm -hmm. some colors deacons um so, yeah, I just it was a very it was a pretty basic, um, you know, revenge movie that you know I thought ended pretty well. I love the 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 very end was fucking crazy, and that's that kind of bumped it up for me actually. The very very last kind of scene, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, yeah, I didn't I didn't mind it. I thought it was okay. I also uh, have I don't know I haven't watched enough of is this Korean Korean and South Korean enough Korean films to be like is this a good Korean film or not? Yeah, I could see that like it being on Netflix, you know, duping some people that just aren't like haven't seen like a lot of foreign movies. Um, it is like I could see you know it all depends on what you're looking to get out of it or what you're watching it for i think the plot is kind of like a little dumb a little cliche oh absolutely uh you know gangster uh goes on the run meets a dying girl turns to be you know tries to be good or whatever i mean like 
I guess he they always portray him as the good guy, but there is no like character change in this movie. Like there's no character development or uh, any like character arcs. I mean, not development um, arcs. Um, and yeah, I just found it kind of to be pretty boring actually. Uh, some of the action is okay. Um, but yeah, I just was kind of bored by it. Um, it has, I feel like this tonally, uh, Korean movies do do this a lot, you know, inject comedy even into dark movies or like serious mm-hmm. movies. There's always like a little bit of the comedic tone and I don't know, it's this one just didn't nail it as well as others and kind of tonally felt all over the place. Um, especially with how it looks like it looks like a Fincher movie. Like it wants to be so dark and gritty, but like then there's like this emotional music and like this comedic tone to it. It's like, what is going on here? I don't know. It was all over the place. Um, but definitely there's some good shots. Um, the acting is good to decent and yeah, there's some decent action. So watchable, not great. No, if you like Korean action, that, and you have Netflix. There's right a million there. other movies. The problem is there's a million other movies to recommend before you go to this one. Like this sure. should not be your first. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't be your first foray into. Which is funny. He wrote both of these. And I feel like this is like I haven't seen I, I Saw the Devil. But I you feel should. like this would be much weaker than that. I mean that movie's much more acclaimed also. But yeah. it's um, It's watchable at least. At least it'll go on to the 2021 list. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, else? they... Wait, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, pretty... Actually, pretty similar scores. Uh, Do in what? In terms of... Uh, I Saw the Devil. No. Yeah, I Saw the Devil is a 64 meta score. This is 59. He also didn't okay. direct I, see the, I Saw the Devil. He yeah, he wrote it. it. I know. Yeah, he directed this, yeah. I mean, he hasn't done, like, anything that's, like, mind-blowing from what I've seen, so. I don't, like I said, I haven't watched enough to. Yeah. He's only done two movies, looks like. Oh, no. Kind of shows. He's done more than that. (laughs) Kind of shows. Yeah, nothing crazy. That last scene, though, was great. I thought it was dope. Um, With the girl. Yeah. (laughs) It was okay. I mean, it was good, but like, yeah, some people are talking about like, oh my God, this finale is going to blow you away. It's like, and it, I it was guess. a little jarring. It's also kind of obvious too, because they like show her with her gun skill the whole time. And it's like, this happens. It's like, well, yeah, she's going to get revenge. It's fucking lit. <laughs> fucking I guess so, yeah. Laid bodies down. Yeah. This, this is the biggest, uh, the biggest. Oh, what's the word I'm thinking? I don't know. Anyway, there's that rule uh, or the the myth of, of movies when you get shot, you get. Oh yeah. Your body starts jolting like this. Like no, the bullet just yeah, goes it just right goes straight you. through, and you <laughs> wouldn't feel move the, at all. If it moves you like that, like then the you the shooter it would, would be blown get back like, also. Yeah. And this movie it would does have that. To get, like, stuck Every in your gunshot back. in this movie, the person's like, <laughs> their whole body's like shaking. <laughs> it's like so stupid. It's um, an homage to old. Hollywood movies. Yeah, I bet. Um, I gave Night in Paradise a two and a half. I gave it a three and a half. Jacob, did you have anything? No. Okay. I already said that, but thank you for asking again. Finish it out. (laughs) 
I'm going to finish it out on a banger. Certified banger here. This movie. Um, I don't know how I found it. I kind of just stumble upon movies sometimes. Um, like typing in like best horror and then you like go go through and then um this one i i found and it's a shutter uh original or it's on shutter at least um it is called satyr and it is written and directed by actually this is very 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 impressive um let me look bring it up real quick this he uh, created it. He was a producer, director, writer, cinematographer, editor, caster, production design, makeup, costume. Uh, built the cabin that was in the movie by hand. He was the <laughs> gaffer, his own really? gaffer and mind. grip. Camera operator, filmed it himself. Uh, color it, colorist, visual and special effects by himself. Did the sound, the mix, and score all by all him. So that was like extremely impressive. Um, he funded it completely by himself. He didn't have any budget. <laughs> he had, um, and this movie also was a seven-year project because doing it all by yourself takes a long time. And he also, like I said, built the cabin that it is set in. So that obviously took some time too. So um, the coolest. So it's like a very art folk horror feels right in right in the same uh wheelhouse as the witch um same wheelhouse as hagazuza um kind of in that in that film aesthetic of like very very beautiful beautifully shot amazing amazing job that he did by himself um and this whole movie jacob you would really like this movie because it's the whole. It's the the sense of dread, the brooding, what's gonna it's happen. Like a slow burn. But you don't you don't know what's gonna happen, and the whole time you're expecting something to happen, and it's just like, just like puts you on edge the whole time. This is on Shutter. Yeah, um, and so it's actually based on. So his his grandma is is the main or not the main character, but. The whole ideology of this movie is based on her real life experiences. She bought a Ouija board and um, ended up going into like a psychological break and started talking about how she had these automatic writings. Um, so she would like get like go into a zone and just stare straight at a wall and just start writing on paper and like would draw pictures and stuff that she wouldn't even look at. She was just drawing him. Um, and so the first time one of the, there's like three, there's like four people in this movie and they're all like nobodies, obviously. Um, and the first time that his grandma meets the other character was on, uh, was the screen or the shot that they filmed. So he, they had never met before. He sits next to her on the couch and she doesn't recognize him because she doesn't know him. And it's completely authentic. She's like, I don't, who are you? And like, she legitimately had no idea who he was. Oh. And he sits down and then, um, they had like a loose script for her, but then he like asks a certain question and, um, the director knew that it would trigger something. So he told the director to ask this question and instantly she just went completely off script and just started telling the story and it was 
thousand percent authentic. Every word she was saying, she actually experienced. So like there was nothing in the in the writing that was that he wrote for her to say all these things. So he's like he was just like lucky to be filming at the time. And wow. it just kind of everything that in this movie like lined up um, extremely well. Um, and like some big magazines, actually, like Variety magazine, which is obviously a pretty well-known magazine. Pace magazine also wrote on this and they you know all the reviews you look at the meta score and you're like 82 okay how many of these reviews are like friends of his you know because sometimes or like they're like these no-name magazines but i mean two really really big ones gave like pretty pretty good scores i mean it's an 82 meta score which is really high especially in the horror genre um and it took like i said it took him seven years to to make it and like the fact that he built the cabin is insane <laughs> like that just shows you how much like Dedication. he went all in on this like this is like a very heartfelt project that is the cabin airbnb now i don't know maybe so he can recruit um but satyr is actually like a um it's in like uh irish folk it's like a folklore and it's like um there's satyr there and it's there's like four names and they're spelled the exact same front and back and it's like this, like, um, like, f- like a folklore thing that um, is comes up in like a lot of different cultures. Um, but yeah, like in 1968, she bought a Ouija board and then spent three months, and she would just sit in a chair and like said that this satyr would talk to her, and she would just write thousands of pages, just looking at a wall for three months, like just got completely whatever happened to her fucked her up and she ended up spending after the three months of that they put her into a psych hospital for a little bit um so it's just reading all this watching it alone like first part i was like this is very very good movie and then you you dive into it like we you know always do sometimes and um you you dive into it and you find out what it all is about and it's like just insane how many how much this guy did um and okay so it's the five words satyr orepo tenet which is also one of the five words opera and rotas and there it's a, it was like a like rocks and then when placed on top of each other form the same words in any direction so um they were thinking christopher nolan got tenet's name from this these these rocks because it's the same forward and back and it's a never ending loop which mm. is what tenet's kind of based on so um but yeah this these squares are called appeared in italy greece sweden syria and england and i guess it's also an irish folktale so another thing like we talked about and when we watched november you know those like creatures that were like things that were like real and to them so it's just kind of cool like diving into that folklore and knowing all these things that this guy did for this movie, knowing that he literally did everything himself pretty much, <laughs> which is insane. Um, so, yeah, I would highly, highly recommend it. It's, a, it's an awesome, awesome horror film that is very rewarding. Um, when when the shit hits, it hits. And, um, yeah, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And it's like an hour and a half, so perfect. Hour 28, I think. Perfect runtime, constant dread, constant tension and pays off so i gave it four and a half with a potential of a five star 
Five stars. Whoa. Trust. Maybe I'll watch it and then give it its real score next week. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Okay. Is that it? Yeesh. All right. So we haven't really talked about it, but next week, the big releases are The Boss Baby, Forever Purge, and The Tomorrow War. To be You're honest, I forgetting could care one, less Kyle. about any of them. You're forgetting a big one. Uh, Zola comes out Wednesday, and that's what I would want, but I don't know if it will be available here. I think it will be available in Lansing, so I'll definitely be able to see it. So you guys might have to come up to watch it, that too. if that's what we uh, want to review. It's A24. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's my pick. I don't know. I just didn't know how Definitely you guys felt pick. about it. Um, I could care less about any of the big releases. My other thought would be uh, maybe a little retro review of a 4th of July movie. Independence Day? Independence <laughs> Day is on HBO Max. The original? <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's an option. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably watch The Tomorrow War pending reviews but I've never seen any of the purges I could care less and then obviously the boss baby who cares I've seen all the purges well good for you Jacob so if you want to talk about that and what else you've been watching go for it Um, but do you want to solidify what our reviews next week will be Zola Zola mm-hmm. okay and only Zola and... Or Tomorrow Wars is Prime, right? Tomorrow Wars will be on Prime, but it doesn't come out until Friday, so you'd have to make sure it fit it in. That'd be Jacob. Well, Zola is Wednesday, and Independence Day is streaming right now, so... Independence Day, then. And Zola? then maybe we can add Tomorrow Wars. Independence Day I'm not going to do a triple, yeah. no shot. And no, I'm just saying, Tomorrow if you want to watch it, then you can talk about it. All right, so... Zola will be the featured review. Independence Day will be the retro review with the possibility of the Tomorrow War sneaking in there. If not, we can uh, maybe do it the next week. And I think I think what we should do is do uh, those one Fear Street movies. Maybe do all of them oh, I want to do the Fear Street in a row, for sure. though. But oh. just do them one week, one part one, part two, and part three. Because there's not a lot after that. I mean, there's like, if you want to see. July 30th is a banger. Well, yeah, the 30th. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's. They all they all come out a, a week, week, yeah, away, a week apart, right? the first one, yep. So the 16th would be the last one. And the only thing coming out the 16th is Escape Room and Space Jam. Could care less about either of those. Space Jam, banger. It's your chance. Sure. <laughs> It's a huge release. At the Space Jam. Sure. <laughs> All right. Zola will be at s- Celebration. Yeah, that's what I figured they always well, I'm planning. I'm already planning on going to Ann Arbor on Wednesday or Thursday, and I'm sure it's so there yeah, too. Yeah. It is Ann Arbor. Yeah. IMAX. I'm already planning on going there. So. That's secondly Ipsy, though. Okay, well, let's wrap it up. Uh, next week, Zola, Independence Day, Possibility of Tomorrow War. Uh, if you want to leave us a question or a comment, you can send an email to SouthernCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at SouthernCinemaPodcast. Um, I'm on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I'm on both of those. It's JSAL517. That's JSAL517. And I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Uh-huh.
Damn, this is nice. I really like what they done with the lights. Sold a hot club in Washington Heights. You might be right, this music's tight. Yo, did I mention that you look great tonight? Because you do, you really. Ooh, snobby, relax. Relax, get relaxed. I'm relaxed. So you've been here before. I don't go out, I get so busy with the store. It got the eyes, a brand new chore. My arms are sore, no time for the dance floor. But maybe you and me should hang out some more. I'm such a dog, but I. Killing the mood. Salud. Without so much as a thank you. After all these years. Cheers. To finally getting Vanessa. Boy, fix your collar. Holla. To doing shots on the weekend. As long as you buy them. Hey, you. Who? You. Who, me? You want to dance? No, man. Okay, I took my chance. It's cool, it's cool. Hey, if you want to. You don't mind. I'm fine, I'm fine. Yo, yo. Who's Vanessa talking to? Some dude. Some dude? That's messed up. She's trying to make you jealous. Jealous? I ain't jealous. I could take all these fellas, whatever. You the strongest silent type Well, I'm the Caribbean island type And I can drive you wild all night But I digress Say something so I don't stress No, I'm English Yes <laughs> 